Welcome, America. Fasten your seatbelts. This is the Jay Sheldon Show. Who's the plan B? What's the plan B? Where are they going? Because Biden ain't going nowhere. We're going to talk about that tonight. Coming up, black Americans are waking up and it ain't good for Biden and the Democrats. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And more ungrateful illegals. Shouldn't surprise you, but it's happened again and again and again. <sighs> Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday, and uh, we are live on Rumble, rumble.com. Thank you so much for popping in, joining us. If you do not have a free Rumble account, be sure you sign up for one. That lets you chat in our live stream. We love to hear from you guys. We've had a lot of active chatters uh, in the past week or so. Also, it lets you follow the show. Give us a thumbs up, which we appreciate that very much. It's free to do, and it really means a lot to me and the show. Love you guys, really, seriously. Thank you so much. All right. One of the ways we keep this show going is with our sponsors, and one of our favorite sponsors is Blackout Coffee, an American company that is about two things, our American values, honesty, integrity, truth, family, and making a damn good cup of coffee. I love my Blackout Coffee. They are an active supporter of hardworking Americans. Listen, they love the country, and that's awesome because we always support America first companies, which this one is big time. They love making amazing coffee too. Mm-hmm. Just like this cup. Premium grade coffee beans from local co-ops and American farmers. They choose only the best premium beans. Absolutely terrific. They are the most non-woke company I think I've ever seen. They support our troops and first responders. You can even get involved if you want to buy a share in the company. There's a new offer here. You'll see it right. Uh, let's just scroll down a little bit. There you go. New opportunity coming soon. You can actually invest in Blackout Coffee if you want to. And I'm telling you, I can't make stock tip recommendations here, but this company is growing by leaps and bounds. And that's because they make one of the best coffees available. It's fresh roasted, roasted only after you order within 48 hours, shipped out two or three days to get to your house, and that's it. You've got a fresh roasted bag of beans. Karen Hill just popped into the live chat, said, good morning, Jay. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday, Karen. And she says, still loving my blackout coffee. Morning Reaper is great, ain't it? Oh, man. They've got Brutal Awakening, Morning Reaper, which Karen's just talking about. There you go. Live testimonial during the spot. Perfect. They've got all kinds of great blends and uh, roasts over there. Check it out. Order yourself a bag. Look, that's all I ask. You can, you know, they've got teas and hot cocos and all kinds of different roasts. They got a five-pound bag if you're really into it. You, you will be, but if you just want to try it, try a single bag. That's all you got to do. Order one bag, give it a shot, you'll be convinced. This coffee is full-bodied, full-flavored, robust, never bitter, and feel good knowing that you are supporting an American company. Blackout Coffee at checkout. Be sure you use our promo code J20, J-A-Y-20. That will get you 20% off your first order with Blackout Coffee. 
Check them out. Links in our show notes. Don't forget that promo code J20 at checkout. And thank you, Blackout Coffee. We are indeed proud to have you as a part of this show. And thank you, Karen. Appreciate it. All right. Is Gavin the plan B? God, I hope not. You better hope not, too. Gavin Newsom, who, if you don't know, is the governor of California, has done just about everything he can in his power to destroy that state. Why do you think they're importing so many illegals? To replace the people that are leaving in droves. You almost can't find a U-Haul in California because they're all gone. People move it out. This is from Red State. Very weird story. Biden manages to trip once again going up the stairs, and it was the short stairs. But perhaps more importantly, because we're so used to this idiot, he can't keep his balance. It's just, it's just become a thing. It's not even funny anymore. But he has the weirdest response to Newsom being Plan B. Look at this moron. Many people can't believe the Democrats are going to go with the debilitated Joe Biden as their candidate. I say they're not. It's just never going to happen. Right now, though, apparently it looks like that's the plan, although there are all kinds of speculation. You saw the Her report, where basically it comes down to either he ha he's demented or he's a criminal. Take your pick. But it is possible there has been a lot of speculation about Gavin Newsom being the plan B. Man, you better hope not. Well, I'll put it this way. Even if he becomes the nominee, you better pray to whatever God you pray to that he does not get elected. Because what he's done to California, you think it's bad now? Ho, ho, ho. Imagine some evil Democrat like Gavin Newsom who is actually does not have dementia who actually knows what he's doing, evil as it is, knows what he's doing. Michelle Obama, forget it. She's not going to run. There's no way. No possible way. She doesn't want it. She doesn't like politics. She can't stand politics. She's a very private person. Politics is anything but private. And Newsom has certainly been lining himself up, doing it. You saw he made a trip to China. He seems to be putting himself out there as, hello, I'm available, should Biden ever step to the side. Got to hand it to one of the reporters Tuesday who had the boldness to actually ask Biden about Newsom being a plan B. The fact they're now willing to ask <laughs> shows exactly how much trouble Biden is in. The reporter says, you're going to California. Is this about coming up with a plan B for 2024? Does Gavin need to stand by? Biden asked, are you ready? Well, I'm looking for, I'm looking at you. We're looking at you. That, of course, as usual for this moron, doesn't answer the question. 
was he threatening the reporter or asking the reporter if the reporter wants to be plan B? Either way, weird, strange deflection from the question, never answered the question. <laughs> Biden then said he would have a major package of sanctions for Russia. Yeah. He said he'd be happy to tell them about it then. He's been saying that a lot lately, but not taking questions later like he said he would. Probably because they won't let him. At least they're smart about that. Biden then asked about Rafa, it was reported that he was essentially throwing Israel under the bus by pushing for a temporary ceasefire, warning Israel they should not go into Rafah. Biden also didn't want to answer that question. Blew it off. Stagger stepped across the lawn towards the helicopter. Did you see that footage? I don't have a cut of it, but it's, it's like, folks, this guy's gone. He is just simply gone. As he tried to go up the short stairs into Air Force One, he tripped, almost taking a header, and then tripped again as he was going up. Secret Surface. Dan Bongino has an amazing show with hundreds of thousands of followers and viewers here. He comes up right after me at 11 a.m. So be sure, please, to check out, if you don't already, the Dan Bongino Show. It is amazing. I am a P1 viewer from way back, years and years ago. And, uh, in fact, one of the inspirations for starting this show was because of Dan. I never miss a show. He's a fantastic uh, host. He used to be a Secret Service agent. He was just talking on yesterday's show about this. There's one, well, there's a lot of rules, but there's a very important rule in the Secret Service. Don't get in the frame. Don't get in the lens. The president climbs up the stairs, turns around, waves to the crowd. There may be a Secret Service officer, agent, right behind the door inside the plane, but you don't stick your face out and get seen in frame. Big rule. Big no-no. That apparently has changed. They have a Secret Service person at the bottom of the stairs to help prevent falls as he goes up and down. Fully in frame. I, I don't know what they think the Secret Service guy is supposed to do. He's up the stairs. The Secret Service guy is at the bottom. If he goes for a header, he's going for a header. You're not going to catch him. Maybe fast, but you're not that fast. They just, there's nothing they can do about it. The guy's got to climb stairs to get on and off planes and helicopters. And there are always cameras rolling. Not only have they put up the short stairs for Biden, they changed his shoes. Oh, yeah. So he'll be less likely to trip. And they have him doing physical therapy. Apparently wearing new slip prevention shoes is the next best thing. It wasn't clear what these physical therapy maneuvers are. 
I've never heard the term proprioceptive maintenance maneuvers. Not a clinical term, says Professor James Gordon, Associate Dean and Chair of the Division of Biokinesiology and Physical Therapy at the University of Southern California. Sounds like something they just made up. That hasn't stopped him from tripping. That and his new snow-slip shoes. This man is past his sell-by date. He is done. Stick a fork in him. And yes, this idiot has the nuclear football, which should scare the hell out of you. It scares the hell out of me. Just gets worse. Every single day it gets worse. There's always another story. Every time the man opens his mouth, Every time he walks, tries to do anything, come on. It's to the point where it's just sad. He won't step aside. He's too much of an egomaniac. Aladdin, hey, welcome into the chat. He says, what's really pissing me off about this demented puppet Biden is that 40% of the voting population are this ignorant and moronic. Man, yes. I, the last figure I saw was about a 33% approval rating. Doesn't matter. 40, 33. How can it be more than maybe just 5, 10? Are these people so blind? So stupid? Well, you know what? Yes, actually, they are. It's a combination of that, and they are so affected by TDS, Trump derangement syndrome, that they just, they shut their mind off. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to see it. They are blind to it. They refuse to open their eyes and see. But you're exactly right, Aladdin. 40% of the voting population. No way. No possible freaking way. Another story related to the election, but not good news for you. The Biden administration reportedly set to greenlight a rule change that would spike gas prices. But guess what? They're going to hold off till after the election. Yep. Not until after the election, this greenlight rule that would gas prices will go through the roof. He doesn't care. All he cares about is the election, which is why nothing will happen with this rule until afterwards. And if he is elected, zoom, it'll be right there. Expected to ease seasonal restrictions on ethanol gas blends, but they've delayed that change until after the election to avoid a price spike. This stems from a 2022 request from the government of Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, Iowa, South Dakota, and Wisconsin to allow the sale of gasoline with 15% ethanol year-round, known as an E15 gasoline. <clears throat> it lifts the current seasonal restrictions that aim to reduce smog 
in the summer months. EPA originally set the effective date April 28th this year, a couple of months away. The White House says, mm, not a good idea. We're running an election here. We're doing a campaign and spiking gas prices won't really help our cause. So we'll do it if we get reelected, but not till after the election. That's all they care about. All they care about. Gas prices spiked nationally to over five bucks a gallon in June of 2022. Supply constraints from Russia, from the invasion of Ukraine, receded nearly $3.10 a gallon in December 2022 and then climbed up to just under $3.90 in August of 2023. National average as of February 20th, that was yesterday, $3.276, according to the AAA. It'll be a lot more than that if he gets back in office. Not that you need another reason not to vote for this idiot, but there's another good one. I guarantee you'll see petrol, gasoline right up there at five, maybe even six bucks or more a gallon. More in some states. Huh. All right. We have not beat up enough on Joe Biden and the Democrats, but we'll put it aside for now. And we're going to get to a topic near and dear to our heart. We always cover anything related to these stories about child trafficking, child sexual abuse, child abuse in general, because we have one rule, our main rule tattooed on your forehead. Don't screw with our children. Racist, sexist, homophobe. What an interesting screen name. Said, did y'all see that? The evil witch Pelosi out there trying to resurrect Russia, Russia. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see that clip? I should have put it in today's show. This woman. You know, when you're awake, like you, like me, like my audience, you watch these idiots and you just, you just, what can you do? You shake your head and laugh. It is so stupid. And yet those 40% that Aladdin was talking about sit there like trained seals. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> we live in a country of idiots, folks. We live in a country of evil idiots. But you're exactly right. Pelosi, evil witch trying to resurrect this bullshit Russia crap. Didn't work the first time. Ain't gonna work this time, Nancy. Sorry, go back to your illegal stock trading. All right, on to this story. Social media star sobs uncontrollably after being sentenced to 60 years for child abuse. Oh, good. Enjoy prison, witch. A judge sentenced social media star and parenting vlogger. She's a vlogger about parenting. Ruby Frank and her business partner, Jody Hildebrand, to up to 60 years in prison for child abuse. 
Frankie, who is known as a momfluencer, you know, influencer for moms, host of the YouTube show Eight Passengers, has been ordered to serve four consecutive counts of one to 15 years. The maximum sentence she can get under Utah state law. Frankie and Hildebrandt pled guilty in December. Frankie admitted to torturing her children by starving them, holding their heads under water, according to the news outlet. Evil, evil personified. And these people have a YouTube channel about parenting and being a good mom? The two women were arrested in August after Frankie's 12-year-old son climbed out of a window and ran to a neighbor to tell them about how he was being abused. Escaped from his mom out a window. Ran to the neighbors and told them all, all about it. Frank later admitted to using handcuffs on his wrist and ankles and then using a rope to connect the two sets of handcuffs together so his arms and lower legs were lifted off the ground. I am not a proponent of the death penalty. I always have been against the death penalty. I want to get into it now. We'll do that someday. But these people should be in prison for the rest of their lives. They should die in prison. Pete Buttbag. They may have TDS, but apparently they also have PDS, Putin Derangement Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, Pete also says, I bet these sick Fs voted for Biden. Birds of a feather. Yeah, you're probably right. Man, this this is disgusting. Prison for life. No parole. Rot in hell. Before getting her sentence, Frank said, For the past four years, I've chosen to follow counsel and guidance that has led me into dark delusion. My distorted version of reality went largely unchecked as I would isolate from anyone who challenged me. I was led to believe this world was an evil place filled with cops who control hospitals that injure, government agencies that brainwash, church leaders who lie and lust, husbands who refuse to protect children who needed abuse. Wept uncontrollably when sentenced in court. Yeah, I'll bet your abused son wept uncontrollably too. Just think about that. There she is. This is insane. These people exist. Well, these ones will be off the street and in prison for a long time to come. Aladdin says, I think capital punishment should be mandatory for these sick and twisted maggots. I, I can't agree because, I, like I said, I have always been and continue to be against the death penalty. But I am absolutely for a very 
very loose and liberally given out life in prison without parole. And before somebody says, you know, your tax money is going to have to pay for that. I don't care. I'll pay more taxes. I'm fine with that. I will be happy to pay more taxes if we get more judges who will step up to the bar, pun intended, and sentence these evil, evil people to life without parole. You can bill it to my taxes. I'm fine with that. The story, man. The link is in our show notes. There's a few more details in there if you want to get a, a heads up about it. It's, be warned, it's frightening. Very, very frightening. What else is the idiot government doing? Oh, yeah. Blinken. You know Blinken. Our Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. You know, we got war going on. We're sending money over in Ukraine. All the crap going on in Gaza with Israel. All that. Am I a bleeding heart conservative, Jay? <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. I, I, I pretty much a dyed-in-the-wool conservative, MAGA Republican. The one thing where I, I part company with most conservatives is the death penalty. And all right, let me, let me just take 60 seconds here and explain. There have been plenty of people who have been put to death who were later proven to be innocent. We have killed people who were provably innocent. They were sentenced to death, the sentence was carried out, and then later it was proven they didn't do the crime. Even one case, as far as I'm concerned, is one too many. So since you can never be 1,000% sure. I'm not in favor of putting people to death. Like I said, I am completely in favor of locking them up, maximum security, for the rest of their lives, die and rot in prison, never ever to get parole. I'm just not in favor of killing people. I don't think the government should be in that business. That's, I've always felt that way, always will. All right, this idiot Blinken, who has a whole bunch of stuff on his plate, like wars, you know. Well, he's, he's now cautioning State Department staff against misgendering. Using gendered terms like father in official cables. The man's got nothing better to do. In early February, just hang on, my headphones are driving me nuts. I don't know why. <laughs> I gotta fix this. Okay, there we go. Early February, days after the U.S. launched dozens of strikes against Iranian-backed militants in retaliation for the killing of three American soldiers, Secretary of State Blinken finally found time to provide guidance to his staffers on the really, really, really important pressing issue facing the nation, the threat of mis 
gendering. Making assumptions about another person's gender identity based on their appearance or name can be problematic and send a harmful exclusionary message. Lincoln writes this in the February 5th cable, and it instructed State Department employees to avoid using terms like mother, father, son and daughter, husband and wife. Everything going on on the planet. And this idiot has nothing better to do than to worry about misgendering somebody. Lost the beat, folks. Lost the beat. Ed from Needle says, JJJ, if there's irrefutable proof, do you still want to let these animals live? Yeah, you know what? I do, because there's a chance there won't be irrefutable proof, and we will do what we've done in the past, and that's kill someone that doesn't deserve to get the death penalty. Like I said, just one case is one too many. Sorry, just how I feel. Misgendering people, obviously the biggest threat to democracy, Robin Ware says. Yeah, oh, oh, you know what? That's it. That's it. Once we solve this misgendering problem, all of America's problems will be done. We'll be finished. Stick a cork in us. We're done. We've, uh, we've, we've got, we've got, uh, we got the problem solved. We fixed the gender uh, gap thing. Oh, man. It's gotten to the point where minorities are waking up big time. We covered this story a couple times in the last week or two. It just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> How about you stop being black Americans and start being Americans? Stop voting Democratic. Listen to this. He is not wrong. Listen to this. I'm going to challenge all black people for this 2024 election and stop going to your polling place and just voting Democrat, Democrat, Democrat without even knowing what's going on just because you've been told to always vote for the Democratic Party. What has the Democratic Party done for us as black people in the past, I don't know, 50 years? Even the first black president, he didn't do for the advancement of black people in this country whatsoever. Barack Obama did more for the LGBTQ community, more for the gay community, signing laws protecting them and their advancement and their rights than he did for black people the entire eight years he was in office. So why are we still sitting up here voting Democrat when they don't do for us? When we have old white men telling us, you ain't black if you don't vote for me, but then he goes to the office and does absolutely nothing for black Americans, but we sit up here and we vote Democrat every single time because we've been told to. As it helps you, as it helps your mama, it's not gonna help your kids. Jeez. Bang, spot on. And more and more people in the minority community are feeling exactly like that. Black, Hispanic, Latino, whatever, Asian, man. Racist, sexist, homophobe, funny Robin, but in the, middle of, in the minds of dysphoric morons, it's so true. <laughs> yeah, you're right. A anyway, there you go. And there are videos like this all over TikTok, all over X. 
Black people have had it. They are awoke. They are awoke, and they're not putting up with it. There are so... Look, the Democrat Party has relied on the minority vote, particularly the black vote, for eons. If they lose even 15 per 10, 12, 15% of the black vote, it's done. It's over. Stick a fork in them, they're finished. They are absolutely finished. And from what I see, it's heading that way. It is heading that way. Man, I didn't think we had so much stories about Biden and his Democrat morons and the dirty tricks they're up to. Check out this headline from Breitbart. The Biden campaign is trying to stop Democrat Muslim voters in Michigan from voting uncommitted in the upcoming primary. Wow. Biden struggling with Democrat Muslim voters in Michigan planning to vote uncommitted. That is an option in Michigan. You don't have to, if you're going to vote in the primary, vote for this candidate, that candidate, or there is an option to vote uncommitted. February 27th, the Michigan primaries are being held. New Orleans Mayor Mitch Ladru, Biden campaign co-chair Monday at a campaign event, tried to reassure Michigan Democrats that Biden was not ignoring their concerns over Palestine in the Israel-Hamas war. Biden doing the best he can to protect American interests, according to the local newspaper, the Detroit News. I think the primary focus of the president has been to get the hostages released. He communicated very strongly in ways that he's already spoken about to find a pause so they can actually do that. As you know, for the most part, America is and has and always will support Israel in most everything they do. But that causes a bit of an issue because there are a lot of Muslim voters. These people do not like Israel. From the river to the sea, folks. And they will vote accordingly. Well, it's an issue. Read the article. It's in our show notes. Big problem for Biden and the gang. Uh, racist, sexist, homophobe, our military brass has somehow turned it into a, a proverbial sissy squad. We just covered that with all these idiot plans to let illegals join the military and then give them a fast track to citizenship. We covered that earlier this week. And I made the comment, and I hold absolutely to it, what you just said. Yeah, white recruitment, Aladdin says, for the army down almost 50%. <clears throat> well, when you have a military that presents a face like we do, bunch of men in dresses pretending to be women, bunch of equity bullshit, why would anyone in their right mind want to join this military? God love the men and women who are serving right now. I don't know how you put up with it. Because in addition to putting your lives on the line, putting your life in service for this country, you also have to put up with this DEI equity crap. Beyond me how you can do that. Our military needs to do one thing, that's learn how to kill our enemy. 
in the most efficient and best way you can. Not misgendering somebody. You want the best explanation for why recruitment is down so horribly bad? That's exactly what it is there in the live chat from racist, sexist, homophobe. A proverbial sissy squad. It's exactly what we have, folks. Well, you can be sure the Muslims will not be shopping at this particular Starbucks. This is the weirdest story. Please come up. This is from Massive. Is it Mass? No, MassLive.com. Uh, Aladdin says, Muslims are more conservative than Christians, but will never vote for Republicans because they support Israel. Sadly, you're right. Um, I am very familiar with Islam. I am not Muslim, but I am extremely familiar with Islam. And Muslims are extremely conservative, very conservative. Now, I'm not talking about the terrorists and the idiots who go over the top with their ridiculous beliefs. I'm talking about your everyday dyed-in-the-wool Joe Blow Muslim who lives his life, follows the faith of Islam, prays five times a day. Very, very conservative people. But you're exactly right. They will never vote Republican because they absolutely hate Israel with a vengeance. It is, actually it just ended, but the season of Chinese New Year, the Lunar New Year, uh, was going on for the last couple of weeks. I'm telling you, these Chinese crazy people know how to celebrate a holiday. There's like a 14, 15 days of the Lunar New Year. It's insane. Anyway, to celebrate the Lunar New Year, Starbucks has unflavor, uh, unveiled a new flavor of coffee. You should probably sit down. It's pork-flavored coffee. Not kidding. <laughs> Starbucks across the globe have released their fair share of wacky, strange, and unusual coffee flavors, including olive oil coffee, frozen lemonade, well, this one might be the most interesting and wacky one yet. In China, Starbucks has a new drink to mark the Lunar New Year named the Abundant Year Savory Latte. Describes the drink as having an interesting flavor. According... Oh, man... Oh, just thinking about it. Please buy blackout coffee. Use the link in our show notes. Don't don't be buying this Starbucks crap in any form or flavor. According to the outlet, the drink combines Dong Po braised pork flavor sauce with espresso and steamed milk. Yuck! With extra pork sauce and pork breast meat for garnish with coffee and milk cost 68 yuan which is about $9.45 US 
It would only be sold apparently in China. Would not be the first Starbucks that eventually made its way, though, to other countries. The coffee that was infused with olive oil, first introduced only in Italy. Coffee infused with Partama extra virgin olive oil, but the chain started testing it out across the U.S. Massachusetts locations included. And uh, they added it to their menu. Olive oil infused coffee. I, yeah, you know, at least I could see, yeah, maybe. But pork flavored coffee? Uh, yeah, no thanks. Blackout Coffee links in our show notes. J20, promo code 20% off. Don't buy pork Starbucks. <laughs> oh, man. Have you, seriously, have you gone over to, to Blackout Coffee and checked out their site? Great site. Great company. Buy something over there, would you? All right. What else we got? Robin Ware. If these mindless leftists think supporting Hamas, Palestine is okay, then they should go there and get thrown off buildings or drowned in cages. Couldn't have said it better. You're exactly right. You want to support Palestine? Go! Nobody's stopping you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Enjoy it. Been nice knowing you because <clears throat> you won't be back. You'll be in a body bag if they even bother to use a body bag and just throw you in the dirt and cover you up with some stones. Ian Gary, do you know who that is? Ian Gary is our enemy. You into the uh, UFC? I'm not, couldn't care less, but a lot of people are. Ian Gary is the most anti-MAGA guy you're ever going to meet that gets a microphone shoved in his face. And now he says he will drag Colby Covington in front of Trump. Ian Gary challenging Colby Covington to a fight. As those who watch the UFC know, he openly and unapologetically supports former President Donald Trump. During an interview on the MMA Hour, Gary said this about his potential fight against Covington. If Trump's in attendance... I will drag Colby in front of him and I will beat his mouth off. I'll be like, this is what you created. Boom. This is MAGA. Boom. And no more. Wow. You want the rest of that story? Read up. Read up. This guy is like the, the most anti-MAGA on the planet and they give him a microphone and write stories about him what else we got Aladdin says that olive oil doesn't sound very halal or kosher to me uh, I don't know if olive oil I guess it's meh, depends on the processing whether or not it's clean and all halal something to be halal it's basically the same thing as Jewish kosher in fact it's almost identical uh, things have to be, animals have to be killed in a certain way. Everything has to be extremely clean. There's all kinds of rules and regulations to make something halal. Same way with kosher. You know, the funny thing is, as much as they hate each other, 
with a death wish hate for each other? The Jews and the Muslims aren't that far apart. They really aren't. If you actually open your mind and take a look at their beliefs, neither of which I follow, but if you, if you do, you would be amazed. Kosher and halal are virtually the same thing. Did Colby Covington hear about this yet? Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing in that article that says, you know, he reacted this way or that way, or he said this or that. It doesn't say. But we'll keep an eye on it, see what happens. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the pork isn't halal because they're forbidden from eating pork. So there's no doubt about that. But olive oil, I, you could have halal olive oil. I don't know why not. Depends on the process. All right. A couple more stories to get to, then we'll get to a little bit of our book. Not too much tonight because we're, uh, we're getting close on time. However, <laughs> these illegals who just don't get it, these illegal aliens, not only in this country, but in Europe, this video clip is from Europe. This guy, you see the one here with the... Uh, with the white collar, black shirt. He has a suitcase. He is an illegal immigrant into the country. They have allowed him in. You would think he might be a little grateful. Oh no. Take a look at this. <laughs> Punches a woman. Two things. What the hell? You ungrateful son of a bitch. You are not only a guest, for the most part, you are an unwelcomed guest in this country. And that's how you're going to treat citizens? I would have his ass on a plane right back to whatever country he crawled out of, just like that. Secondly, you see there's a whole bunch of big burly guys hanging around watching this happen. He saw a couple of them walk through the shot. Well-built guys. Why? He's punching women. Why is nobody decking this guy and knocking his lights out? At the very least, pulling him down and getting him on the floor and restraining him, calling the cops. Nobody thought to grab the guy so he wouldn't hit. He, he hits two women in that video. And they just stand around. Man. Wow. Aladin says Christians, Muslims, and Jews are all Abrahamic religions. That is true. All the sandy desert religions. Anyway, yet another case of another illegal immigrant who just doesn't understand the idea that he is here as a guest, not even a welcome guest in this case, thinks he's deserving of whatever 
All right. One more wacky one, and I'm going to warn you. This is weird. We do things usually as our last story before we get onto our book. That's funny or that makes you go, oh, or that's inspiring. I had to, I, I, I almost didn't because it's just that weird. It's from Thailand. It's a video of Luang Pho Yai. He is a monk, a Thai Buddhist monk. I'll tell you a story. In fact, let me, let me try and remember to bring this up on tomorrow's show. I should have had it up here tonight. But having met a Thai monk when I was uh, one of my trips to Thailand. This monk, Luang Pho Yai, is 109 years old. I'm warning you, this is a little weird. This is not AI. This is not CGI. This is actually a Thai Buddhist monk at 109 years old, pretty much just skin and bones, but still alive. Oh my God. Look at that. A hundred and nine years old. I should be so lucky. Luang Po Yai. That's insane. I'm amazed. I mean, it's wacky, it's weird, but wow. Imagine what he has seen in his lifetime. Wow. Amazing. All right. Book time. We're just going to read a little bit of it tonight because we're, we're running a little behind schedule here. But uh, we do read books on this show. We've been doing it from the very beginning, 500 and whoever knows how many shows ago. What is this show tonight? 558, I think. Anyway, uh, we've done Jungle Book, Little uh, Prince, Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz, Winnie the Pooh. Right now we're doing a very old book. And uh, Margaret Sidney wrote this. First published back in 1881, by the way, a long time ago. A whole bunch of different series of books. This is the main one. And it is called The Five Little Peppers and How They Grew. Phronsie was very sick in the last part of our read. We're going to go get her help. Here we go. Oh, run to Dr. Fisher's and don't be gone long. Polly set down the bowl of butter, sped on the wings of the wind for the doctor. Something dreadful was the matter, and she felt for never had a physician been so summoned to the hardy Pepper family since she could remember, only when her father had died. Fear lent speed to her feet. Soon the doctor came and bent over poor little Phronsie, who lay still in her mother's arms in a burning fever. It's measles. He pronounced. That's all. 
No cause for alarm. Have you ever had it? He asked, turning suddenly around on Polly, who was watching with wide open eyes for the verdict. No, sir, answered Polly, not knowing in the least what measles was. What shall we do? said Mrs. Pepper. There haven't any of them had it. The doctor was over by the little old table under the window, mixing up some black-looking stuff in a tumbler, and he didn't hear her. There, he said, putting a spoonful into Phronsie's mouth. She'll get along well enough, only keep her out of the cold. And then he pulled out a big silver watch. He was a little thin man, and the watch was immense. Polly, for her life, couldn't keep her eyes from it. If Ben could only have one so fine. Polly, whispered Mrs. Pepper, run and get my purse. It's in the top bureau drawer. Yes'm, said Polly, taking her eyes off by a violent wrench from the fascinating watch. And she ran quickly and got the little old stocking leg where the hard earnings that stayed long enough to be put anywhere always found refuge. She put it under her mother's lap and watched while Mrs. Pepper counted out slowly one dollar in small pieces. Here, sir, said Mrs. Pepper, holding them out towards the doctor, and thank you for coming. Hey, said the little man, spinning around, that dollar's the Lord's. Mrs. Pepper looked bewildered, still sat, holding it out, and the Lord has given it to you to take care of these children with. See that you do it. And without another word, he was gone. Wasn't he good, Mammy? asked Polly after the first surprise was over. Oh, I'm sure he was, said Mrs. Pepper. Well, tie it up again, Polly. Tie it up right. We shall want it, I'm sure, sighing at her little sick girl. May I take Phronsie, Ma? asked Polly. No, no, said Phronsie. She'd got Mammy, and she meant to improve the privilege. What is measles, anyway, Mamsie? asked Polly, sitting down at the floor at their feet. Oh, tis something children always have, replied Mrs. Pepper. But I'm sure I hoped it wouldn't come just yet. I shan't have it, said Polly decisively. I know I shan't, nor Ben, nor Joe, nor, nor Davy. I guess, she added hesitantly, for Davy was the delicate one of the family, at least not so nearly strong as the others. Mrs. Pepper looked at her anxiously, but Polly seemed as bright and healthy as ever as she jumped up and ran to the kettle on the stove. What shall the boys say, I wonder, she thought to herself, feeling quite important they had sickness in the house. As long as Phronsie wasn't dangerous, it seemed quite like rich folks, and she forgot the toil and the grind of poverty. She looked out from time to time as she passed the window, but no boys came. I'll put her in bed, Polly, said Mrs. Pepper in a whisper, as Phronsie closed her eyes and breathed regularly. And then, will you have your dinner, Ma? Yes, said Mrs. Pepper. I don't care if the boys come. The boys will never come, said Polly impatiently. I don't believe. Why, well, here they are now. Oh, dear, said Joel, coming in crossly. I am so hungry. Oh, butter! Where'd you get it? I thought we should never get it here. I thought so, too, said Polly. Hush! Why, where's Ben? 
He's just back, began Joel, commencing to eat. Said Davy, something was the matter with Ben. He, he says he feels funny. Something the matter with Ben, repeated Polly. She dropped the cup she held, which broke into a dozen pieces. Oh, Walkie, cried Joel. See what you've done, Polly Pepper. But Polly didn't hear over the big flat doorstone. She sped and met Ben with little David coming in the gate. His face was just like Phronsie's, and a cold, heavy feeling at her heart. Polly realized this was no play. And that's where we'll cut it off for today. We'll pick the story back up on tomorrow's show. Thanks so much, folks. If you don't have a free Rumble account, be sure you get one. All the amazing folks who took part in their chat tonight, we really appreciate it. You're adding to the show. Love it. Love to hear from you. Thank you so much for popping by. And, uh, yeah, we will join you again tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., just before the Dan Bongino Show. That comes up next here on Rumble. Be sure and check him out. Give us a hello and a hi. I will see you all again tomorrow. You just heard the Jay Sheldon Show. Join us Monday through Friday here on Rumble. Thanks for watching. Snort. <laughs>